listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Bellman and Jared Watson, brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson, and this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check him out, Original Cleveland Sports Reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. Also, coming soon to Evergreen Podcasts. Happy holidays, everyone out there. Let's share the gift of the Browns, not only for being good, but also red, freaking hot, as they make a return trip to MetLife. Let's also spread the good cheer of the Steelers continuing to slide as they play the Colts coming up. Decisions of who you cheer for dance in our heads. Missing a little mistletoe. Oh, a kiss from Kevin Love. Let's let the Cavs bring life into your holiday season as they tip off with the Hornets. We preview our loving Cavalier basketball club. But first, is that Santa on our roof with his reindeer led by Rudolph? Or is that Stefanski's beard with Baker Mayfield's glowing arm? That was awkward, but that kind of works, Andy. Ho, ho, ho. You're 10 and 4. Very merry Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. It is so great when you do reads and it's not like looking up uh, the relationship between Freddie and, um, you know, in, in the front office is not going so well. Which, by the, uh, I mean, you know, listen, but, by, by the end of December every year, this is what we would be reading. This is what we would be saying. Yes. The Browns suck. Yes. Who, Third string quarterbacks in. Who are we drafting? What is it? And, and are, when are they going to fire? What? Oh, we don't play the Steelers a second time until the last game of the season, which means the coach isn't going to get fired until the last game of the season. That's that's how our lives would have been any other year. Would have been. There was, I went through some old notes to kind of get my brain rejiggered. And there's some things we got to remember. It's almost been a full year since the fans has been on board. And my gosh, is he doing mm-hmm. a great job. And I, and I and we're going to lead off the show with the captain, obviously, because sometimes that's what you have to do. The season that Baker Mayfield is having and the growth of him, not just physically but mentally, has been impressive. And as going back through some show notes, and I want to I want to bring up a date. It's January 31st. I'm sure people are like, well, what the hell happened on January 31st? Let me tell you. He went on the show Get Up. Not that that was breaking news. But he went on the show Get Up, and he's been saying the mantra he's been saying all year. Hey, um, I need to do things to help the team win. I need to do things to get more victories and keep out and block out the noise. To bring up the exact quote, which I'm going to do right now, um, you know, drum roll of you know people anticipation. I don't need to respond to the things that don't matter, the things that don't help us win. Let's just be honest. I put my foot in my mouth a lot this past year, being 19. And I'm going to internalize that. Baker just didn't say that. And we talked about it on this podcast. He's actually implemented it and lived it and said it all year. I think we got to start praising Baker Mayfield, not just for his arm, but his mentality. He has been a very, very good person in, in 2020. He's done a great job of leading, and he's actually backed up what he said back in January. And Jared, that needs to be brought up today. He is doing a wonderful job. He is on his way to big things, in my opinion. And it didn't just start in the middle of the year or on a bye week, which that was a big turning point for his career on the field. But Jared, it started all the way back in January of last year. And he knew, and he's been on his way, and I'm proud of him. I just want to say I'm proud of him. Like he's done a great, well, great I, job, and doesn't get enough recognition. And, and it was, it's because you've got to say that it's because of the leadership behind him. That it is because of this Stefanski yeah. regime. That 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 this coaching staff behind him, along with Van Pelt, has really reinforced the expectations of shut the hell up, go out there, play the game, learn the scheme, learn the system, do it right, one game at a time. Focus on what matters. 
and all of the flash and all that bullshit that got in the way. You know what? Leave that to folks like uh, Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> you know, and, and, yeah, and oops, honestly, look how that honestly. works out. Um, and, and, and I'm not yeah. saying that you can't have fun, that you can't have swag, that you can't, uh, you, you know, uh, enjoy the ride, so to speak. The Browns are doing that. The Browns are enjoying this ride. They are just also yes, are. recognizing that it's still business because here's the deal, Andy. You're talking about a team that could be. We could all be losing our minds over 10 and four right now and how great that is and how much the offense has improved and how great Baker is. But we have to also keep in mind the fact that the Browns can very well win 11 games this season and still not make the playoffs. I mean, so those are that's a very humbling thought. As long as you allow it to be humbling and recognize that the possibility is still there and that you need to remain focused. And I see that Baker is doing that, that this team is doing that. And the one game at a time mantra is very important. But I will say this, too. At this point, let's just win out. Let's just win out and eliminate all our worries and doubts. The Browns are in a very real position to do that. And it does come from that way back in January uh, and Baker's, you know, refocus, reshifting of his attitude and recommitment to uh, playing the game that he was known for playing. So here we are, Andy, in a position where that stuff's paying off. I just think his mentality is what's really helped out. We're going to go through the numbers. And, you know, I just think his mentality starting back off in January with that show with Rex Ryan really set the tone for the whole year, and he's followed through with it. I really think there was a lot of adjustments made again, and this team's made a lot of adjustments that we've we've never seen in 20 years since the Browns have been back. And, um, you know, I just think Baker as having one of those years where we're seeing an evolving change where it could have gone really wrong. It seems many moons ago, but when he threw that interception in Cincinnati, it was really dark. I mean, I was a, it was getting dark yeah. pretty quick for six. It really was. And for him to rise up and play as well as he's playing, and he's not just playing like good and he's steady. He's not that. Like, let's go through some of these numbers. He has thrown 10 touchdowns and one interception. This is all from Cleveland.com did a great job breaking this down. So kudos to Cleveland.com. So I'm taking it from this article they did. One, 10 touchdowns against one interception in these past games. He's also completed 70% of his passes. He's earned a rating of 117 over that time. Mayfield's now 11th in the in a quarterback rating. He's 99.4. And by the way, he was at one point in the 80s. So he has risen 10 points and a lot. That's 13 spots before this blistering hot stretch he's had during during sunday night's 26 victory over the giants mayfield set a club record for completions of 84 percent with a minimum of 25 attempts for a player with a minimum of 15 attempts that's third best mark in team history baker is setting and breaking records that i don't think are being spoken about and known about and my point is this is why it's reality and this is why what jared's saying is true but i'm not worried about this team not making the playoffs you know why i'm seeing the growth I saw it when I was looking back at notes from from January, from February, from April. You just saw the steady progression. Even things that are being done in the draft. Even things that are being done through said PR releases or press conferences or Zoom calls. From day one, this team has built this, I would call it a, a winning atmosphere and a growing atmosphere. Everybody tries to build a winning egg or whatever you want to term it. But the Browns have really done a great job for the first time that I've ever seen, even the 80s Browns, I don't know if I've witnessed this, Jared, where I see a culture where they're trying to grow, 
where I see not just physical improvements, but mental. They speak it and then it exists. And to Jared's thing, this team is a lot of fun, actually. This is the most fun Browns team since the mid-80s. It is. It is. When I was growing up and when Jared was growing up, we all loved those those Baker, not the Baker, that Bernie yeah. Kosar, Ozzie Newsom, Biner and Mack. We were well, all and, and Biner will tell you right now. Biner says it. This team is right there with them. We, we are getting the gift of the holidays with this team, and we have earned it, and this team is that. This team, it, it is so much fun to watch, and, and it's legitimate. And I, I just wanted to speak it before we get into the, you know, the steel possibilities and stuff. This is one of the most legitimate Browns teams I've ever witnessed. The growth is there. When you look back and see how this team has spoken it from Zoom calls to press conferences to everything else, it has been implemented and it's showing up on the field. And they get better each game, especially after another. It's been another stat. Another stat that stands out to me um, is one that reminds us all that Baker had the potential and that he just needed the right coach. And that and that is this stat right here is that he is the only quarterback in Browns history, along with Brian Sipe, to throw for 3000 yards for three or more for three seasons in a row. This is Baker. I mean, I mean, just put right there. That's a huge, huge stat. Um, Before we jump into that stuff that you were talking about, Andy, we'll get into some of these comments. Manny Blasdell on Facebook. Baker is buying into Stefanski's system. Baker has matured so much since last season. Last season reminded me of last year at Oklahoma, but we weren't winning games. Um, Yes, very very true. Uh, My wife is a uh, is a Patriots fan (laughs) and she's she's apparently watching right now. They're very fun to watch now, she says. They are. They are. They are. Absolutely. And then uh, Dog Pound. Uh, checking in on YouTube. Uh, dog check. Can you imagine playing the Steelers week 17 and play them in first round of the playoffs? We're getting to that point. Great transition. The, 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 sick, Great the transition. six seed and the three yep. seed is a possibility. So there's a lot on the line this week. Um, it really starts off on Saturday night to dog pound check. What would be great for us Browns fans is if the Raiders, we would all wear pyre patches on this podcast. Raiders, can you just do one thing? Put, put us out of our fucking misery and just beat the Colts. I mean, I beat the Colts. Sorry, beat the Dolphins. Just beat mm-hmm. the Dolphins. Beat them on Saturday night. Take care of that game. Just take care of that because if they do, then we can all cheer for the Colts to beat the Steelers because now the Browns are in right. with a win. So it really starts off Saturday. Um, I, 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 I think it's must watch if you're a Browns fan. I know I'll be watching it. You have to watch the Dolphins Raiders game. You got to see if the Dolphins can just be put away because that would take off some of the angst of this game. Now, Let's say the Dolphins do win and the Raiders shit the bed again and they right. get eliminated. All right. Well, what is ahead then is do you take the it's, – it's been talked about, so it's not new, but we'll reiterate for people who don't know. Do you take the path, you cheer actually for the Steelers, bleh, but knowing that you're probably going to beat the Jets, if you have that happen, the Browns are in the playoffs. Or do you push your chips on the table, you figure the Ravens are going to beat the Giants, which I think they will. Don't know, but you think they will. And then you say, you know what? We're going to go all out week 17. You may not make the playoffs. The tiebreaker scenarios in a three or four team set is not good for the Browns no. in that setting. But we're going to try to get the division and do everything. Well, this is why I wanted to I wanted to talk about that real briefly, because I tweeted it out earlier today. Andy, if I could figure out uh, where that was. And I think it was uh, it was Jake Trotter. Yeah. According to ESPN, FBI, there's actually a four point nine percent chance that a team wins 11 games and still does not make the playoffs. In those scenarios, the Browns are that team 
uh, 23% of the time, the Colts 64% of the time, and the Ravens 13. The Ravens, according to the numbers, have a better chance of getting into the playoffs than the Browns do if obviously both teams only win you know win win 11 well, games that said andy that is why i keep saying over and over and over again don't leave it in the hands of other teams win this game against the jets and win week 17 whether that puts us as the afc north champs or in that wild card slot either is fine by me but win out and control it yourself. Don't leave it in anyone else's hands. Do you want the Colts to win or the Steelers to win on Sunday? I want the Colts to win. I want Week 17 to be the biggest game in in a, in uh, in my lifetime for the Browns. I want the Raiders to win, but the Raiders shit the bed. A runny nose. I know. I can tell. Well, it's a little. You know, it's the holiday season. It's all the drywall that uh, I've been inhaling as I rip out my kitchen at the other house. It's like inhaling. The, it's like it's like watching. <laughs> Is that the, you, Rona? <laughs> no, I, I, it's, it's asbestos I, I, yeah, in the walls. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I just want. Yeah, I just want. I get. I will never cheer for the Steelers. So I'll cheer for the Colts. But here's my thing. I'm going to say. I do want the Browns to clinch this playoff berth. I don't want to go into Week 17 not knowing. I don't. I don't. I want that to be clinched. I don't. I don't. I don't want it. I really don't. <laughs> I know the Browns will be fine. I don't. I don't. I can't fucking I, handle. I'm already mentally that. prepared for that to be what it is. You I have am too. to. You're a Browns fan. You too. have here's, to steal your the, battle mind. Is the army? It's our old right, army. Right. Right. No, I'm with but. you. And this team's very good, and they're ready for this. Here's <clears> the one good piece of good news for everybody out there. I don't think the Steelers are going to try Week 17. I don't. I really don't. I think the Steelers. This is going to be their Super Bowl. I really think the Steelers are going to win. If you put a gun in my head in Vegas, I think Steelers are going to win. I think this is the game they have to win. They're not going to try. I think that after watching that game against the Bungles, I do not know whether that beat up defense and and whether Ben and the dink and dunk. I mean, they even caught the ball against the Bengals and didn't suffer from the drops that they have been and still couldn't make it happen because Ben could not throw downfield. He absolutely could yep. not throw downfield whatsoever. Uh, I know that they were yep. resting, you know, trying to get Connor. They want Connor healthy before he comes back in and ran. Uh, what's his face? Uh, damn it. What the hell is his last name? And anyways, well, ran the ball about, decent. They could have about- ran the ball more. They, they, they didn't. I, I, I don't know. I just I just don't know that the Steelers have it in them. People keep saying they're going to have one more good game in them. I, 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 I lean towards thinking that they're going to lose out. I just do. I feel like the Steelers lose out. I, I think the Steelers are going to win this week. I do. Um, in Indy. I think that defense. No, it's in, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Okay. It's in Pittsburgh. I think they're going to win that game. I just do. I I, I just think this is the last hurrah. Um, I think they're going to put up one last stand because I will say this to Jared's point. I think they lose out, and I mean the playoffs too. I think I think the Steelers they lose. I don't think they're I the Steelers are so banged up they can't afford to play that week 17 game. They're gonna have to sit some guys. Watts out with a concussion. There's some serious things now on this. There's some serious questions on this team. Well, that's I a think different though, one. Tomlin, that's Watt's brother. That's Derek Watt. Right. But no, it's just well, that's to make me. Sure. It's Watt. It's Watt for, Watt for the Steelers. Right. Watt for the Steelers. I mean, I just think it's one of those things. For you know, by the way, it's fucking great. The Steelers had gone through all this shit, and they have no running game. That was my point. They have no running game, none. Their running game is just there. And I want to talk about that now with the Browns. Isn't it amazing how this team has transitioned, Jared? As I think they have 
where they are now amber dexter i mean they can just go with the flow they are chameleon if they have to they can go and throw if they have to chubb and hunt can this team is prepared for everything that's what i love about this they can win in any setting they can if it's wet weather bad weather they've been through that have they been through an injury in the game they've been through that that they've been through situations where they need to get in and get out and make a stop on defense. They've been there, and they've won those games. The Browns are prepared for the playoff march. And it, and, it, and it starts in the MetLife Stadium again. And that's what I love about this team. And you can feel the focus of this. I also loved on Monday night, there was no fucking tweeting from the Browns after that Steeler game. If I did, I missed it. I didn't hear anybody, boy, the division's open. I didn't hear any of those tweets, which I'm glad. I didn't see them or read them, and I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad. There might have been one or two subliminal, but I don't remember. I don't know whether – I don't think so. I didn't see them. They were not as vocal or they were not as in your face as the last ones were, which I didn't mind either last time. But right now it's business. It is business. Time to kick ass. Time to make sure, hey, Jets, don't worry about that number one pick. We're going to help you out. We're going to hang 50 on you. Manny Blasdale. I'll be in the dog pound for that game. I cannot wait whether starts the weather starts don't play or not. Last game of the year. I, yeah, I agree, we, Manny. The, the, I, I, that's I waited too long. I waited game. too long. I was looking at buying tickets to the Ravens game, and I was looking at the at the tickets for the Steelers game, and the prices were probably a good fifty to hundred dollars more for that last game, that Steelers game. I, they're going through the roof now. That that Steelers game, yeah, those tickets, I, I'm not going to have any money for that unless I, I'm going to go get well, myself a nice scratchy and win. I don't know. <laughs> That's my only yeah, way. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I got personal stuff now that I, I just can't be driving back and forth on 80. Even though I no, but you to. and I might see each um, other so for that game. We're going to see each other soon, though. Yeah, actually, we were, I guarantee we're going to see each other soon, probably after the playoff game. Um, and so the, once they win, you know, we'll have a divisional preview of probably a hangover session on uh, <laughs> yeah, Tuesday morning or Monday. Um, but it, anyways, all that to be said, like there's a there's a lot of good positivity. Jared's right. You got to wait for these things laid out. But the, this team is so again, I was going back through those notes in the spring and winter. This team is really, really ready for this. Now, the latest injury news. There's not been a lot. This is typical holiday week stuff, yep. in my opinion. The Browns are like probably everybody else. Are, <clears throat> you don't hear as much as you normally would. Uh, the one that I can tell you, it's not official, but it's already been very, pretty much pronounced. Nick Harris is going to start for Teller again. Uh, Teller did propose to his girlfriend. Congratulations. Now, yeah. fiance. Cute video floating uh, that, around that was on really Twitter. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, you should check it out. Uh, very happy for the future Tellers. Congratulations there. But it's going to be Nick Harris now on Sunday. I don't. And by the way, with the playoffs in mind, I would sit Teller. If he needs another week, mm-hmm. sit him. Ronnie Harrison, I saw nothing in the depth chart mentioning his name. So you got to imagine he's not playing this week. I think Harrison's at that point. You're not going to see him until the playoffs. Um, I, I wonder. I really wonder if you're even going to see him next week against the Steelers. I, I kind of wonder if that's going to happen. Sandejo is on the road to recovery. They still have a bracket around his name, which means he's still injured. Obviously, he just count, he's coming back from concussion. From what you're hearing, I think that's a questionable thing. And, Jared, I did not see anything about Hodge. I did not see anything about some of the other players. The only other note I want to make about the depth chart is Mac Wilson. Mac is now officially listed behind Phillips. So they made the switch. So he is. So it was a little bit. So he is yeah, now it was a little strike. bit more than. Um, it was a little bit more than just the uh, the loss that, um, uh, uh, that, that Mac Wilson had experienced in his life. He lost a mentor and a former coach, I believe. 
uh, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. And th- I thought that really that that was a big part of why he wasn't going to play. Um, we all know that when we see him on social media, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. And yes, I'm wondering does. if, the, you know, this is a this is this is Stefanski recognizing that not only has his play on the field not really translated like they want it to, um, but that emotionally he might not be in the best place either. So it could be a combination of these things. I, you know, as much as uh, I know that people were throwing hate Mac Wilson's way, I'm not going to because I know how much he he cares and wants to play well. I mean, he like I said, he 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 talks about it all the time, and he just didn't work out for him all that well so far this season. Let's uh, let's yep. just hope for the best for him, uh, Andy. When you talk about this Jets team and the fact that Aaron Darnold had the best game that he's had his whole season going up against the Rams, a game that he marked on his calendar because he was looking forward yep. to it. Uh, he's got family out there. USC, he get see, USC right? kid. Um, he was no, no, looking no, forward U- to that USC game, children. wanted to play up for it. Yep. He still, again, Adam Gase had him playing kind of the way that Ben Roethlisberger is, the dinking and the dunking. He did complete a couple downfield later on. Um, and, and, and Frank Gore had himself a, you know, the day that you would expect him to have as good as he's going to have. Right. Nothing overwhelming is the point, Andy, nothing no, overwhelming. No. It, 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 there's just, no, I mean, they were able to pressure though. Their defense was able to pressure and they and, and they played the decent, decent zone sure. defense and sure. whatever. All I'm saying is they could, this, this should be a two, a two win team. That, that has two wins in a row. Are you at all worried that they're on the up towards the end of this season? Andy is just shaking no, his head no whatsoever. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is unexcusable for this game to be close in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Let me repeat that. This is inexcusable. Yeah. The Rams had many opportunities <clears throat> to come back and take the lead in that game and put comfort yeah. behind that game. Austin Corbett, remember him? He did not have a good game. There are some things that came to mind in this game that's like Jared Goff not playing well at all. The Rams shit the bed. The Rams are fool's gold. Why they are ranked so high on Athletic and other websites in these power rankings, I have no idea. Why you'd be excited about the Rams is beyond me at this point. The Jets stink. They are bad. Frank Gore is in his 16th year. I mean, mean, look, folks, this is... Easy peasy. Remember, there is a thing called pride. The Jets had pride. They needed to win a game. They won a game. What was their reward? To come home and get trashed by local media wow. fans to say, you fucking cost us the draft pick. If you Welcome think to New York, the brother. Jets <laughs> on a holiday week are going to get up for a game against the Cleveland Browns. I Look, we're Browns fans. I would mortgage my house. They'll cover the nine and a half. Make it 19 out of one. I Okay, Manny, good. Manny I'm thinks it's going to be close there. until the second half. No. Uh, eh, I don't know. Second half, mid-third quarter, mm. mid-fourth. Mid it's going to be, I'm telling you right now, mid-fourth quarter, it's going to be like the Giants game. You'll be checking emails and doing calisthenics. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. The Jets are bad. <laughs> they are bad. You want to break down? Okay, Leonard Williams is good. Hey, you got to have someone good on your team. I mean, come on. Jets fucking blow. No chance. Jared, no chance. On a holiday week, the Jets playing up for this game with the way this team is built? Browns are going to wipe the floor. Wipe the floor. Prediction? 
They already just scored. They haven't here's the, yet. They're already scoring points. Here, here's a question for you. Are they going to win it in the air or on the ground? Is Chubb going to finally come back that, and have himself a 100-yard game? Because he hasn't had one since week 12. Dog pound. All we want for Christmas is a playoff cause. Because if anything can happen, win or lose. Our front office and coach is doing a phenomenal job. Agreed. Defense is the fix. Yeah. We agree. We well, agree. And even, the, the Browns are easy to figure lot, out And right now. part of Agreed. the defensive fix is going to be getting healthy. Part of the defensive fix is going to be plugging in your Delpits, your other guys, your Greedy Williams if his arm doesn't hit. You know, did his arm fall off? Is that what happened? And we just don't know about it. Maybe that's it. He's actually got a nerve problem. It does. I, I, I think. Oh, it's a, um, oh boy. Oh, okay. It's a nerve problem. That. Yeah, see, I, I now actually, that I'm here, I, I, and I didn't realize that. Um, no wonder it's taking I, so long. I, I think Greedy Williams, there needs to be a plan B. That's scary. That's something that. I know. Son of a bitch. I didn't realize it was a nerve problem. Because they they, because they even have left the door open that he could return this year in a, in a prior press conference that Stefanski did. Not this week, but okay. last week. He kind of made that, left that door open again. Yeah, I, I I think that's just leaving the door open for hope and possibilities, meaning trying to get Greedy motivated to keep working. I feel bad for Greedy. He's clearly going through some stuff. And for anybody who's had nerve stuff that goes on, whether it's the nerve is in any part of your body, it it you can't control it. Sometimes you just yeah. Can't no, I know the feeling. And, I I I have no feeling on one of my fingers <laughs> because I sliced a yeah. nerve and it will never feel normal again. Fun. Yep. So it's I get it's, it. It's not good for Mr. Williams. Uh, Dog Pound again. Dog Pound doing a great job today. And I heard that Von Miller wants to play for them. I I if wants Von to play Miller with Miles, comes to yeah, the Browns. <laughs> Yeah, ready Texas A&M alums you know what if they want to match up with Texas A&M we already got a bunch of LSU guys playing this team I'm all on board Von Miller wanna, did I mean, you see the hit Von Miller long. put on Juju yes boy oh boy boy oh look, boy that was a hit look <laughs> I, I am so happy that the Steelers of this team doing jackass performances before games on TikTok and oh yeah talking about stuff um, the one thing I'll allude to on this podcast again. Oh, by the way, is there? Are you really taking any kind of close hope with the Jets? Are you under your prediction now? I mean, I, Jets. I mean, Browns thirty-five, nothing. Thirty-five, three. Thirty-five, six. I mean, they're going to win by thirty plus. Maybe four. Yeah, I guess 50, this is a. Yeah, I. 16. I mean, I, I don't. I honestly, I don't understand the nine and a half. That's a very strange. I, I mean, I, I mean, I get it, but I, I would, I would think that the line would have been closer to twelve and a half. And they gotta give some enough. respect to the. Yeah, I guess respect. I get it. Okay. No, no, they're gonna get. I mean, again, I thought it was crazy last week when we doing a show. I'm like, the Browns are only a four and a half point favorite. No, that was strange. Put your, put your money on the. Well, Browns. Vegas, the Vegas is still team. waiting for the Browns to shit the bed. But it seems like and that's it seems fair. like the only time they fair. do that now is in is in the in right. important divisional games. So <laughs> in, in, in a gambler's mindset, that's a fair. Now, not for us, but for gambling, I get it. That's fair. But take advantage of that. In my opinion, I believe in this team. I think they're gonna cover the nine and a half like yeah. that. 43-10. I agree, dog yeah. pound. I agree. And I'd go easy on greedy dog pound. I love you. I love your energy. I I'd be easy on greedy. That nerve is Yeah, is no, sensitive. it's not a it, it, otherwise Stefanski wouldn't be Stefanski wouldn't be yeah. saying what he's saying and and acting the way he is. I, I agree. I, yeah, I, I just he think he wouldn't put up with that shit. I just think know it. Yeah, I think I think Williams is really going through some life-changing stuff to be to be upfront and honest. Um <laughs> are, are, you, uh, last last couple questions it, okay so and then we'll get to the the. Ca- I know everybody's waiting for the Cavs um, I'm waiting for the Cavs I got Mark Price today wearing on my, my shirt so I'm ready to talk about the Cavs um, 
Do you still want to play who to play? I mean, come on, Okoro? It's going to be great. Um, I'm excited about Okoro. Um, do we – is there any team outside the Chiefs? Because the Chiefs are elite and they're Super Bowl champs. Is there any team you're like, damn, hope we don't play them? Well, I wouldn't want to open with the Chiefs, right? I guess it, no. I guess that's they, the only opinion I have is I don't want to open with the Chiefs. Um and they have a bye week, so that's at least one game. I mean, are in. the are the Bills the, the scariest out of the rest of them? I'm not scared about the Bills. Of, I don't, and that's going to probably my face plant bad I, Browns moment. I, I just really would love them. again. I still would love nothing more than to beat our division rivals. That's what I, I, I mm-hmm. want. I want to play the Steelers in that first game. I want to play the Ravens in that first game. Won't happen. Um, well, could maybe I'd have to yeah, look. Ravens I don't think it will. I'd I'd play either yeah. of them. I'd play either of them. I'd, hey, let's go back to back. Unless let's the Browns play, win, the, let's yeah. That's what I'm thinking. If they win the division, correct? They they win the division. Actually, that doesn't play. God, that'd be interesting. I want I want to I want to knock really the Steelers out of the playoffs, and I want to knock the Ravens out of the playoffs. I, actually, you know what? That still can't. At, it still would be hard because the Ravens got swept by the Steelers, so they, the Steelers correct. are still going to be the first yeah. overall wild card yeah. team. It, it's all. Doing all these during during all these uh, situations in my head, but the only team, the only team I'm earmarking is the Titans. I think the Titans would be tough. I think we could beat them again, obviously, because we did already. But that's gonna be tough. Beating a team twice would be tough. I'm not worried about the Colts at all. Not at all. I don't have. Mm-mm. I don't have a feel. I, I think. I think if the Browns continue to focus on themselves, and the Browns continue to do what they need to do, that they can they can hang with any of these teams in that first round. The only team that I wouldn't want to start out with is the the Chiefs. I don't mind, you know. I want to warm up a little bit. I want to get moving, and then and then I would love. I can't believe I'm fucking saying this. I'd love. Wouldn't you love AFC Championship game? Kansas City. Cleveland. I'm at. I'm at that. I'm at that point where. God bless. Not only do I assuming the Browns it's are going to win, I I want I want I want to win in the playoffs. I really do. After that, it would probably be gravy for me. But I do want them to get in the playoffs, yes. And I want them to win a game. I do. I want them to win a game. What a great time to be a Browns fan. Drew Salt. Jared, I totally agree that we have struggled against the Ravens Steelers. But if we had Ward against the Ravens, I think we win. Yeah. Yes, I agree. And if Ward is healthy the rest of the year, we're going to go far. I agree. Denzel Ward's a big and change. And the Mac and- Wilson issue, if, if, you know, if, the, if we've improved on linebacker and, and yeah. Carl Joseph and one and one set of <clears throat> pair of healthy longs for Miles Garrett, which I'll remind that's, everybody that's and that's, and we talked about this last week or a couple days ago. I believe that that healthy lungs are in play after I've I've explained uh, at least uh, the the course that I've seen others go through. That mm-hmm. hopefully um, by about five weeks in, uh, you know, five weeks post COVID, that Miles should be good. But yep, God, who knows at this point though. For people who don't know, there's a Christmas game, Vikings Saints. Not a bad game. That's interesting. Vikings holding on to dear hope. Buccaneers and Lions at one o'clock on Amazon Prime. Yes, that's right. Not going to find it on. Boy, we have changed in our NFL viewing. Amazon Prime on Saturday, four thirty. Niners Cardinals will not be there for a second in that game. Dolphins Raiders. I'll be there for every second. My ass will be glued to the chair. Um, and then, is there any of these games that really pique the interest outside Steelers and Colts? By the way, every game we want to watch is at 1 o'clock, and that's when the Browns are playing. Um, I have no interest in Rams. Rams-Seahawks is a good game. 
Packers, Titans, good game. I'm, I'm, you know, I have no interest in Bills, Patriots. Who's that division wrapped up? It's really everything about one o'clock outside of Rams. Yeah, Seahawks. I mean, I, Boy, I do. Stink. I, I'm strangely interested in. I mean, obviously, I expect the Ravens to not have a trouble with the Giants, but weirder things have happened. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah. I, Boy, Broncos, Chargers. I don't, I, God, terrible. I don't man. really. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. Any chance the Giants beat the Ravens? That's what I, I mean. So. I, I don't God, think I so, but it'd be nice. <clears throat> Dog pound, great job today. We need Ronnie Harrison back. Any update no. on that? From what Stefanski saying, uh, he gave a very good plain Jane answer. I thought the real an- meaning, like he's improving, it's still coming, but no official update. I thought the real update came on the depth chart where you didn't see his name listed, which tells me he's not right. going to be in this week. I think you're a week away. Which still. we've talked about um, not expecting him until the playoffs anyways. Yeah, I don't think so. I think at this point, Ronnie Harrison, Wyatt Teller, you actually got to start thinking like the Indians would do for the playoffs. You got to start thinking about resting guys to get them ready for the playoffs. And we talked about Mac earlier, Drew. Um, he's listed now second in the depth chart. He is now officially behind Phillips, which that is a that's a spot. Uh, that means he's one behind. Um, they did not. He didn't. Uh, Stefanski gave no elaboration. I know Jared's been hearing things about losing a mentor. Um, the only thing I'd say about Mac Wilson is no matter what you know what's going on in his world. Physically and mentally, uh, he is, you know, from a game-to-game standpoint now, he's he's in the second line, which means you may not play. He may not be there. And I hate to say it. Jared, did you miss Mac Wilson on Sunday no. night? No. I didn't either. I thought the, I th- I thought the, the guy. Browns I, um, improved over the course of the game defensively. And that makes sense because there were some fresh faces out there. And uh, mm-hmm. it was going to take a little bit of time. But I, I, I really think that this defense – Again, they might be slowly improving even now. Um, we'll take a look at how they play the Jets and the Steelers. Um, but again, having having Ward back out there is huge. And the Giants went after Ward early, and that was dumb because they got nothing for it. They got nothing for it. The only thing I'll say about the defense is Miles Garrett is a big part of this machine. We all know that. And if the Browns can clinch on Sunday – I even if they clinch in the divisions in play, I would really think about sitting Miles on Sunday against the Steelers if you're in the playoffs. <sighs> I would. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> if you clinch um, in the playoffs, you're right. I would. You're right. Well, if you clinch and you're in the playoffs, are you going to play Baker for a quarter and a half? Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Do you want that? I mean. How bad do you want the division if you're in if you're if you clinch the wild card? And if the division's in play. If the look, if the Colts if the Colts win, Baker's probably I mean, there's a chance Baker will have to play. They might all have to play. If the Colts win. That game's gonna have a lot of juice to it. You really do want the division. I just think again, the Tellers, the Garretts, the Harrisons, I would sit those guys just to get them rested up. I think that's more important. I do. There's no home. There's no home field with the fans. Um, I, I I just uh, I love the division. I would love to beat the Steelers. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just think you got to rest those players. I'll leave it there. I just think you got to rest. Hey, those Manny, shouting out the the Christmas sweater. Yeah, it's not just a Christmas sweater, brother. This is a uh, this is a baby Yoda. Yoda sweater. This is a Star Wars Yoda. baby Yoda sweater. 
with the, uh, yeah, I mean, you'll see the nice little designs going on there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm rocking the, the Christmas stuff today. It, 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 is a, it is a fucking sweet sweater. We got to touch on one more <laughs> thing about the Browns. Guys, I'm just saying, um, what if Phil Dawson wants to come out of retirement? Yeah. Matt, is Matt Barber? Well, I didn't need Tariqa I mean, reminding us of Parky being called double doink. That was like the first line of Sunday Night Football was Tariqa calling Parky double doink right at the beginning of the game. For, Thanks, 40 guy. yards and then... 40 yards and then <laughs> nothing over 40 yards. 41, too far. When that ball died like a quail. Because Cody Parkey on the- is a doink doink. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I hey, I like this one too. I know that we're kind of dragging on a little bit with the Browns at the moment, but it's just, there's so much Why? on We don't the want to talk about the cast. So much on the line. No, we can keep doing it. Uh, Drew Salt, I just saw a thing on Twitter that said every draft pick this year by Andrew Barry has started a game. That's incredible. Yeah, that is incredible. Uh, we still missing Dorsey? No. We missing Greg Williams? <laughs> it's too bad we're not the Jets do aren't oh, missing Greg Williams. Son. No, no. Cover zero. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna take a full year of therapy to get over that one. That is if it'll work, you'd while. all been singing his praises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh okay. but it didn't. But it didn't. That that is the worst what if ever. But it didn't. So we're here. That's like that guy who's arguing with me on Twitter. If the Eagles would have played the Browns ten times, they would have won seven. I don't know even know what that means because that's not what happens in football. And you know what? It's uh, they didn't. Um, yes. So uh, stop, Jared Manny Blasdale. We don't. Miss I know. Him. I, know. I know. We don't either. We know him. <laughs> um, by the way, I'm going to make a random comment that we are going to get yeah. the cast quickly. This mayo love is weird. I hate mayo. I'm seeing way too many comments after the grilled cheese comment from Jared. Mayo stinks. I love Jared. Mayo stinks. Mayo is the worst condiment on the wrong planet. With you? And I, it is awful. And for people to put down your grilled cheese, even though you're very good You got to be man, clear about this. You're not idea. putting it on the grilled cheese. You're using it in place of butter to grill doing. the grilled cheese. And I'm telling you, it works. I wonder if I got that from Michael Simon, because I think Michael Simon is a nah. does it. And and on top yeah. of that, I haven't always been a mayo guy. So I kind of get that. Well, I, I, I do enjoy mayo now on my sandwiches. I get mayo on all my sandwiches now. It, not a lot. You Ugh. don't want a lot, but you definitely want a little bit of mayo. Uh, I think you, I'm a mustard dude till the end. I will die. And by the way, not mustard. Miracle Whip. Ugh, I don't even know. That's what that fake is. mayo. It's kind of like know. Cool Whip. Cool Whip is not whipped yeah. cream. It's like it's like highly worked up oil is what it is. Shitty yes. oil. Yes. D- dog pound keeping in the holiday spirit we need to appreciate that's right we need to sip the wine and now to drew salt how bad are the caps gonna lose i'm glad good transition drew Cleveland good transition let's talk about your cleveland cavaliers remember them on march 10th shooting hoops against the bulls they lost that game too we have all sorts of updates i know everybody's at their fingertips reading online what's gonna mm-hmm. happen Matt Delvedova's out poor matt's got a concussion hopefully he's doing okay dante xm remember yeah. him he's out with yep. a hip strain Kevin Porter is out for personal reasons. Hopefully, well, he's doing his okay. personal reasons are are uh, well because he, he got in trouble. But go ahead. <laughs> yes, yes. And then finally, Kevin Love is out. 
he's got a strained calf. We're all familiar with that injury being a injury that the Indians and the Browns have gone through. So that's going to be probably two weeks or so. All right. So here's the calves in a nutshell. Okuro, 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 Okuro. There's going to be a lot of talk about some other things, but I want to start off with him. This kid's getting a lot of proper hype, and not just from guys like Jared and I. Other people are talking up about him. I saw a guy on SportsCenter, and I tweeted it out last week. He said, I think is going to win the rookie of the year. And I really think is that good. This is the first time I've seen a guy come in, Jared, who not only walks the walk, you hear the hype, he's walking the walk and talking and talking. He plays defense. He looks great in these preseason games. Even when the Cavs are down 50 against the Knicks, which they were, Okoro looks good in okay. these games. I am very excited about Okoro. I think it's legitimate. I think it's real. Time will tell. We all know that. But if people are like, why watch the Cavs? Okoro, 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 Okoro. Um, That's why. he's. I think he's legit. I really there's know. there's a lot. Um. So, look, Bickerstaff's excitement is great. I, I'm glad that he has this big faith in, in these guys and – you know, he talks them up. He talks about how this team has some veterans, has all-stars, has some really good talent, has guys that have played throughout the NBA. Yeah, that's great. I, I understand what he's saying when he talks about that stuff. I know that he's got a relationship with Kevin Love. I hope that that works out because last year, Kevin Love is not going to cut it. He played well, but he was pissy and bitchy and unhappy and did not want to be there because they were getting destroyed. And he just didn't like it, and he had attitude, and he got into it with people. And 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 then on top of that, we're already dealing with Kevin Love injuries, which have become the norm for Kevin Love in Cleveland. And through his so, whole career, yeah. So his whole so blah there. All right, Andre Jummins, he, he's playing for another contract. He's going to come out and play as good as he can. Do I? By the way, he's look, not bad. I he's know he's good. not he's bad. Great, I, but that's my point. You're going to get what you get out of him, okay? Uh, defensively, oh, no, the I know here. that Bickerstaff oh. is really focused on getting these guys to play up defensively. Grit and grind. Grit but and you know grind. what? Grit they are grind. who they are. Grit. This season is oh. a grind, and yes, grit and grind. That's fine, but they're not going <laughs> to do anything. They're not. It's just going to be painful. So yes, we can bad. watch a coro all day long. Great, let's do it. But you just said it. They're down fifty to the Knicks. God bless. <laughs> Get the and like. Don't tell me Saxon, you're focusing Saxon. on defense and you're down fifty to the Knicks. Sending passes out of bounds. Colin Sexton. Colin um, Sexton is who he is, and Darius Garland's on notice too. So come on. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna help the Grinch over there. He can sip his coffee. I'm gonna, I drink. Give some positivity. I don't even have any more. Drummond is good in the lane. He helps the the the, the, the Cavs ranked last in all defense categories. Let's just make that simple assumption, okay? Okay. Um, I think I, I saw a comment here from Drew, and I actually want to lead him off. Sexton and Okuro are going to be a good duo. I actually think that's true. I do think Sexton needs to start coming off the bench. Um, I, I actually am starting to see this role where it should be Garland, it should be Okuro. Spread in your other guys. But I, I do think Sexton coming off the bench makes a lot of sense. I don't think the Sexton and Garland duo days are um, are just there anymore. I just really don't. I like Sexton though as a pro. I think you need guys like Colin Sexton. I just don't. We said this in this podcast. I, he's not a bad player. But is he a starting guard in the NBA? No. Is he a guy who comes off the bench? Yes. Can he light you up and put 20 points in some games? Yeah. He's a, it, Jason Lloyd said it and it's perfect. He's a Jordan Clarkson and that's who he is. That's exactly right. Colin Sexton 
in the game I watched, which is only one exhibition game, tried to become a great passer. It was eye-gouging bad. He can't, he can't make a pass. It's so, so bad. Uh, Darius Garland's the guy I'm more focused on. It's a big year for him. If the Cavs are really going to go places in 2023, which I, I, that's what we're on, folks, you're going to need Darius Garland to start playing well. Um, it's a big year for him. I really believed in him. I believed in that draft pick. Even I got to say, we got to start seeing something. He deserved a year. Remember, he did not play more than one or two games for Vanderbilt. So he came back off a of rock, and he didn't play. He didn't play well. The stats say it. Everybody says it. We can see with our own eyes. Outside of a random game against Minnesota on the road, he didn't really play well. So it's big. It's a big time for Garland here to step up. That's a big key. And then the other guy who's coming back who we didn't see last year is Winlar. We've heard a lot of positivity about this kid Winlar in Belmont. He didn't play a game. He was out injured. We're going to see a lot of Winlar this year. That's going to be exciting, hopefully. That's where you're kind of at. The only thing for hope that Zach Lowe said this, not me, not Jared, Zach Lowe, they do have a lot of interesting parts where it could get interesting if there's enough injuries of these other teams they start checking out. And I agree with that. If you have Chetty Osman and Colin Sexton coming off the bench with a, with a full team, that's not bad. If you're starting Sexton and you're starting Chetty Osman, I, I'm worried. That's the way that's the way I come off on. I'm Do the Cavs win 20 games this season? No. Bye-bye. I will watch every game. Don't you worry. I'm going to be there every day. I'm going to be taking notes, watching for things. I'll be there at 7 o'clock tonight. Did you tonight. watch anything last night? After Car- I watched uh, Boilermakers Hawkeyes. I watched a lot of I that watched, game. Uh, and, um, I watched people- Brooklyn Golden State. Oh, by the way, how's Steph Curry doing? Is he lighting up the league? He's got a new hairdo. That's. I can't. I can't. I can't. Um, is there? Is anybody fired up about the Nets winning big games? God, I, I vomit my mouth. EJ, thank you. Yeah, I know. It, you know, here's 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 the state of here's the state of loves things the sweater. in Connecticut. EJ loves the sweater. It, it's it's gray, shitty, and cloudy. Or in days I do a podcast and sit indoors for an hour, it's bright and sunny. I will put on something, do a conference call, and walk outside doing a conference call, and it'll be gray and shitty and, uh, again. Guaranteed. I think what he needs Guaranteed. are blinds for his window. And I do have bl- – I don't want to get It looks like it. The, you, had, you had more lens flare than uh, – than, uh, who's that guy? Did all the Transformers movies? Jared's just grumpy. <laughs> Thank you, Dog Pound. Take care. Stay healthy. Come on, Dog Pound. We need you to stay a little bit longer, but that's all right. We love you, Dog Pound. I don't blame Merry you. Christmas. We're talking cats. Go Browns. Oh, that's why I even on. switched it. I'd rather you, complain about Kyrie and KD. Should we, should we talk about anything? Should we talk about anything that's going on? Should, who, who? God bless. I love Dog Pound. Um, Chetty Osman or Okuro? Who would you start? Michael Bay. Thanks, EJ. Um, why? I'm sorry, Okuro. Okay, we're done. All right. I after every Cavs game on the official Cleveland Sports handle, I will go in on Instagram. Clarify on Instagram at on official Instagram. Cleveland Sports. I will, I will. I will go on and talk Cavs for five minutes. We are going to do post game Indians, which will be a lot more thorough and, and, and inducive that we'll do in the spring. I will go on. I'm sure Holly's going to join me some days. I bet you Jared, when he's not grumpy, will join me on some days for Instagram for Cavs analysis. <laughs> but uh, look. The Cavs are what the Cavs are. Okuro, Okuro. I do like Bickerstaff. Yeah, I like Bickerstaff I too. Do like, I, I mean, I, I'm I, not I do gonna, like Bickerstaff. I'm, listen, better them than better him than me. Better him. <laughs> oh, Jared. I mean, you know, whatever. Oh, EJ, don't leave. We're, we're done hey, with the, the Cavs. Uh, okay. Hey, the Indians. Uh, Whitgren avoided arbitration, signed for two million. Right. Boilermaker. That was good. 
So that's there. The biggest discussions I've saw in the offseason is Trevor Bauer going to sign that one year deal. Is he still going to stick to that motto? I don't fucking care. I, I care about care him either. as I can't. <laughs> Whatever. Just as a we need some holiday cheer. Shane Bieber won the Cy Young. He's very, very good. He's very, very, very good. Uh, I'm here to pump up cheer. By I was the reminded of, the, the, they, of Tito walking around without a shirt on in the, in the stadium cam catching him. Walking. I love that, that was funny. we we if Francona we trust. I'm here to bring cheer. I can't shit on the Indians and Cavs on the same podcast day. It's two holiday. No, 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 no. I think that the Cavs, I think the Indians can very well end up being just as brutal as the Cavs are this season. But I think there is a lot more reason to have hope for the Indians than there is about the Cavs right now. Again, though, uh, the greater state of the NBA is going to be weird as it is. Um, they are in that bubble again, and they are, I mean, self-licking lollipop about how great they're all doing and how great everything is. But the NBA is not overall doing all that great, I don't think. Taking flyers on exhibition teams? I mean, exhibition teams, um, expansion teams? Just taking flyers? That's The, the, the NBA is in an economic mess. And for those of you who did not see it, watch the Charles Barkley interview with Kevin Durant. It was very entertaining, and it says a lot that's going on in the NBA. How long does that Brooklyn uh, thing work out? Because they're happy now. Again, Kyrie and Katie are both – they're weird. I'm telling you guys right now. They're weird. That's my my one word for those two. They're weird. What's going to be interesting, especially where I live – is how Nick fans start taking to the Nets. And we will not do that on that podcast, but I think if I were a Nick fan, I'd be very irritated by what's going on across the across the bridge. Very irritated. Um they they look, they're going to be good down the, the they're going to be very good. Durant and Kyrie can play. Maybe at one point Kyrie will go to press conference. I just want to recognize Cleveland and saying I'm so sorry for how I've been acting. That will probably happen too, right? No? No. No, hey, Kevin Atkins is, no. is commenting on the uh, the watch party feed, which is not the same feed as this. So his comments aren't popping up with us. I just thought we'd throw that out there, Kevin. We we see you, brother. So many positive things to be said about the Browns, and we don't have an offensive starter over 30. There's another nice number for you. That's another good Kevin Atkins. Way to go, man. Kevin. Uh, there you go. Should you do your read so we so I can, like, you know. <laughs> Kevin Atkins said, dang, today. after you said they were cutting the nets, <laughs> I bought season tickets. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Kevin, sorry. <laughs> We're cutting the nets down. Don't you worry. We're cutting the nets down. We got it. All right. When we <laughs> win that back-to-back against Pistons and Bulls, you come right here. I'll be breaking it down. All right. <laughs> Everybody ready for that West Coast swing when we lose five in a row? I'll be here. Don't you worry. Uh, With my pom-poms. We are on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and beyond on uh, where else are we? We're on Twitter at CLE and beyond <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> on Twitter Jesus. at CLE and beyond <laughs> email us Andy and Jared at gmail.com Andy and Jared at gmail.com J a R I D. We should be putting out our personal Twitters too. I keep forgetting about that. I'll throw it in there. AJ bill seven, nine, a J bill and I'm seven at, at Jared Watson. Keep it easy. J-A-R-I-D at Jared Watson. And uh, on Instagram at official Cleveland sports, where you get all your post-game commentary from Andy, myself and Holly Wetzel. Um, so after any Cleveland sports game, you can normally just slide right over to that official Cleveland sports 
page on Instagram and uh, and jump in and basically do the same thing that we're doing right now. Uh, we're just doing it via social media for social media only. Um, we're also brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out, Original Cleveland Sports Reporting at waitingfornextyear.com and coming soon officially to Evergreen Podcast. Andy, final thoughts? Manny Blasdale, are you referencing Cliff Lee? Are you referencing CC Sabathia? Oh, we Good never news. keep our side young winners. Yeah, I know. Look, Shane Bieber's with us. He's our he's our he's our beacon. Enjoy of him while he's here. Say in Iridia. Oh God! Holy cow! Oh man! Ugh. The Browns are ten and four. On our way. Here's a question for everybody in this room: Will you be more fired up? About the Browns' draft possibilities in April, or Cavs or Indians? Hmm. Hmm. Betches draft. Betches draft. Uh, the Browns are ten and four, looking to go eleven and four. Got to beat these Jets this weekend. Got to beat the Steelers. I'm saying it right now. Don't worry about what the rest of the league does. Don't worry about the scenarios. Just win out. You want to get into the playoffs? Win this week. Win next week. That's how you're going to do it. Also, something that Andy and I didn't talk about as we close things out here. Be ready because there is currently no Sunday night game on the schedule. The Browns and Steelers, depending on how this goes, could be flexed into that spot. So the Browns-Steelers game might move from 1 o'clock to the Sunday night. I would not be surprised if it got moved anyways because the ratings have been so shitty and the Browns are rating out the nose that I think they would really take a pause and think about that game anyways. Even if there's playoff stuff not in not in the line, I think they would really think of uh, Jerry. I think they'd really think. Yeah, of it was. Uh, I think it was Siciliano. What's his face from NFL Network that reminded me of all that the other day. So, yeah, um, cool deal. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, Happy um, uh, Hanukkah. Um, I think there's a few other ones. If you do the pagan holiday, which all this originated from, I believe do that too. Hey, sure. um, and uh, I will be catching up on Mandalorian, which I have avoided all year or since the beginning of the season. That's what, that's kind of why I'm rocking. This is my Christmas sweater. I, I wasn't going to wear it until Christmas day, but I decided I would wear it for this show. And uh, I hope everyone has a safe holiday. Um, I know that this is going to be a weird holiday. And all I can say is take care of yourselves Take care of your families and uh, be safe. And my best wishes to all of you uh, who are out there and who listen. And we appreciate you for listening to the show. Every one of you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Produce very good in basketball. Very, very good in basketball. Oh, there's a weird undercover clip of uh, Ryan Day saying that they're going to beat the fuck out of Clemson or Alabama. Big, I would kick that player's ass big, for recording that, though. Big game. Big, big Big game. Big game for Ohio State. Big game for the legends and alums of Ohio State. Big game for the Big Ten. We'll see you guys big after the Jets game at Official Cleveland Sports um, on Instagram. And then Andy and I will be back to do the podcasts uh, that Monday. So we'll talk again soon, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Be safe. And uh, go Browns. Happy holidays. Get your Okuro jersey. He's very good. Don't give me that look. He is. He's very, very Bye. good. Bye. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net.
Everything should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-backed training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you. 